It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's just check in on the market real quick. Angie, what's happening yeah. locally right now? You seen any trends, anything interesting to point out? Yeah, you know, um, inventory is up a little bit. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, get too, too excited. It is still definitely super, super low, but it is on the rise. Um, so we are tending to see where listings are sitting on the market just a little bit longer. You know, it's it's a great feeling when you see something on the market for five and 10 days. You're like, wow, you know, and but we're still seeing multiple offers. We are still seeing homes going super quick and well above asking, but we are starting to trend and I think follow slowly behind some other states where inventory is increasing, which will then push it more towards a buyer's market, um, or at least hopefully try to even it out a little bit in the future. So yeah, definitely still a seller's market. Homes are appreciating. You definitely need to go in with strong terms if you're making an offer. But you know, hopefully that inventory level will continue to increase to create more opportunities for the buyers. All right, let's get to some listener questions here, Angie. The first one comes to us from Chris in Fuquay, Verena today. Chris says, why do some homes have multiple or split ownerships? I'm just assuming like who is deeded to. I would say the most common um, way I've seen that is when it's more of like an LLC. Or there could be, you know, it could be where there's an estate. Maybe there's been a passing and the home was left to the heirs. Um, so I think that's what you're asking, Chris, as far as like seeing like multiple parties um, on a listing. Um, could be or that. Seen... Or, or don't you see like in vacation homes too, or certain certain homes I, I feel like you see, maybe not oh. so much in our area here, but like okay, where you're okay. buying you're a twelfth of the home or something like that. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um, and almost like a timeshare in a sense, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Um, yes. And you're right. It's not, I honestly, I've never even dealt with that here in our market. It's not as common, but I have heard about it. Yes. It's where you're going in and you buy this home maybe with a bunch of like family members or friends and you pretty much book off like you mentioned like a 12th of the ownership so you get a 12th of like one twelfth of the year is designated for you and your family to go and enjoy so yeah I haven't seen that be as common here I would say more probably vacation spots is Mm -hmm. where you would find that not necessarily a timeshare but in a sense it is I think it's more of a internal timeshare, right? Um, between you and just other individuals, you decide to you know purchase a home together and split it up. Yeah. It's a good question, Chris. I wonder if yeah. Chris is maybe looking down at the beach or something like that and, and seeing yeah, some of Yeah, maybe homes. so. I mean, I think that it, it could be as long as you you know have a, a great relationship with the people you are splitting that with. I mean, I think it could be an amazing opportunity. You know, Maybe you're not ready to just fully outright own a vacation home 100% on your own. So breaking that up um, where the ownership, you know, is a little less. And so, of course, you'll get less opportunities to go enjoy the place, but maybe you don't need a full entire year, right? Sure. You know, maybe if you can pick a, pick a week or two you know, out of the year to go and enjoy, I think that's a great idea, great opportunity. Good question, Chris. And if you are looking in, uh, if you're seeing this locally, then, you know, yeah, give Angie a call because I'm sure she'd love to see that locally since yeah. you haven't really run across that before, Angie. Yeah. But Yeah, if you're looking down at the beach or some other vacation area and you don't have a Realtor to work with yet in that area, 
uh, someone who can help answer more questions for you about that. Angie can certainly provide you with a great referral down at the beach. So if you want to call or text Angie, you can do that at 919-538-6477. Angie's got a great network of realtors and all sorts of areas that she can help point you in the right direction to work with. 919-538-6477. Again, that number to get in touch. Thanks a lot for the question. Uh, you can submit questions online at acolerealty.com, by the way. Neil has our next question over in Chapel Hill and says, My tenants are signed up through a lease until the end of the year, but I'd like to sell the home now. How do I handle that? Do I need to kick them out before selling, wait to sell, or something else? That's actually a really great question, Neil. We run into that quite a bit where the home is tenant occupied. Um, But remember the rules of North Carolina and tenant rights. The tenant is allowed to stay in the home through their contract date. So whenever that lease agreement expires, it goes both ways, right? The tenant needs to fulfill their lease and the landlord has to allow them to. So you can, Neil, you can sell your home now, but the lease follows the home. So what that means is we find a buyer for you. We go under contract. We close with the new homeowner. The homeowner is taking on the responsibilities of that lease. It's a really great question, Neil. And uh, yeah, you got to protect the people that are under leases and not just kick them out. That wouldn't be the Yeah, the and I, I can add to that a little bit. Um, sure. I would say every circumstance is a little bit different. Um, I truly need to understand the position of the tenants. Are they tenants that keep the home, you know, neat and tidy for the most part? Or are they going to work with us and be reasonable when it comes to showings? If so, we can definitely talk about getting your home on the market and listing it now. Now, the buyer pool, I would say, would be a little bit more limited just because many buyers who are primary residences they are looking to move in within the next 30 to 60 days. And if that lease expires at the end of the year, they might not be able to work with that timeline. So then we're looking at other investors to purchase the home. On the flip side, let's say that your tenant is just not as easy to work with, the home doesn't show great, you know, I might advise you to hang tight and hold on to the property and let's list once they've moved out because of course you're going to, you know, get top dollar, you're going to net more. And then also it opens up the availability for anyone to view your home, whether it be someone looking for a primary, you know, residence or for an investor. So there's different scenarios. So we really need to dig deep and understand your situation specifically. All right, Angie, I have uh, one here from Ava and uh, she's in Cary says, we're planning to sell our home in 8 to 12 months. We have some decent amount of repairs that need to be made, like new gutters, replacing some fascia and soffits from water damage, and some preventative maintenance on the roof. And the house needs a coat of paint and new shutters badly. We would also do the windows if we were going to be staying in the home, but that seems unnecessary now. But we're probably looking at about $20,000 of work. Is it okay to proceed? If it was just cosmetic, I probably wouldn't worry about it, but the gutter issue is causing active damage, so I feel like it can't wait. You know, to me, it sounds like those are things you probably do need to proceed with. Um, If it were strictly cosmetic, I would say hang tight, but to me, that is more of maintenance items, deferred maintenance that needs some attention, and I would be very nervous that that will just open up a a can of worms, and those are going to be major red flags when someone is touring through your home that they would not even place an offer because... If they notice, okay, there's some rotted, you know, fascia and soffits, what else is wrong? You know, so the deferred maintenance is is concerning me. So although it is a lot of money going into upfitting and and making the home right, um, I I would go ahead and probably proceed with that. Yeah, it's a good point, Angie, and a really good question, Ava. Thanks for sending that one in to us and hope that helps you out. 919-538-6477. 
Uh, Lucas has our final question of the week over in Wake Forest and says, how do you help buyers figure out their budget and what price works best for them? We've been pre-approved for a huge loan, and I'm just not comfortable with that amount, even though they say I can afford that much. But I also don't want to limit myself too much on the quality of the home that I can afford. So how do you advise folks in the situation where they're trying to figure out where their comfort spot is from how much to spend on a home? Yeah. I mean, the number one question I ask is what monthly payment do you feel comfortable with? And then we work off that. We always say, you know, when you speak with our preferred lender, Jonathan Ellis with Fairway, if he approves you for a million dollar home, but you feel comfortable spending 250000 because that's where you feel comfortable with your monthly payments, we're looking at $250,000 home. So, you know, a lot of people are, you know, can qualify for a lot more than what they spend, you know? And the last thing I would want is for one of our clients to feel house poor. It's like, great, we have this very nice expensive home, but we don't even have the means to furnish it now, or we can't live freely and go travel like we prefer. So I would suggest that you, um, Lucas, you think about where's your monthly budget? How does your mortgage payment work into that monthly budget? And then from there, we can backtrack to tell you what price point home you should consider. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into The Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.